Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. Uh, this is Andy Traub. Stan is not here with us today. If you're watching us on YouTube, you figured that out already because this guy does not look like Stan. Uh, equally as handsome, this guy. Equally as handsome. Um, so I am joined today uh, by Sky Richardson. And Sky is an expert in all things copy, I would say, uh, specifically email marketing. We're going to talk about today uh, on a different show Stan and I are working on. Uh, which Sky, remind me after our recording today, I need to pick your brain about this as well. But we're going to talk about copy on websites because most of them are boring and um, and are not very effective. But today we're going to talk about email marketing uh, and we're going to talk about Sky's company um, that he has a, I think, um, a, a unique way of delivering his product. Uh, and it's almost the exact opposite of what you would assume given the purpose of the product. So I'll, I'll dangle that out a little bit longer uh, but, uh, Sky, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Yeah. And yeah, I appreciate, um, you having me and I think we're going to have a, a helpful and a necessary conversation, uh, around a topic that I think a lot of people kind of maybe don't, don't want to touch cause it, they don't know how to approach it. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. it. You know, it, it reminds me of like this, my wife and I were doing a vegetable garden for a while when we used to, we lived in a different state and, um, we just weren't very good at it. And so we just sort of like let it go and then it eventually died. And then, you know, like that's how, that's how most people treat email marketing. That's how most people treat sort of outreach is I'm just going to ignore it because it's so ugly and, 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 and sort of unruly that I'm just going to sort of just hope that it, it goes away or I'll, I'll just work on other things. But here's something that fascinates me. And I think I want all, everyone listening to, or watching us on YouTube to consider this, which is that there are people, and if I'm wrong, please email us, stenmorgan.com slash podcast, tell me I'm wrong. There are people, and I would say a vast majority of people, that you know we subscribe to via email and that we read almost every single one we get. And a vast majority of people also are in their inbox multiple times dozens sometimes uh times a day uh and yet there's so many advisors who just struggle with the idea of using email marketing so if you could just give us big picture why does email still matter when it comes to prospecting and continuing to build up your credibility and build trust uh with you know potential clients and current clients yeah, I, I think email is something. So, I mean, the big elephant in the room is like, is email doesn't have that same appeal when you say it as like social media. Everyone wants to talk about social media and platforms. I've got nothing against social media. I think it, I think it can be a powerful platform. The the thing about email is it's like the it's like the bread and butter of marketing. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. you, you look back at the origins of the internet, really. 
what was there? I mean, you had email. I know, I know AOL. it was there because I was there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember it was AOL chat rooms. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a little disc in the mail uh, from AOL. Uh, it was logging in with a weird sound. You know, had your minutes uh, that you could uh, had, yeah, <laughs> log on yeah. for five free five hundred minutes, right? You know, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was chat rooms, and it was, and you got an email address and AOL, a Hotmail, and it was a lot of text communication because that's really, you know, that, that was as much as the internet could handle. What I just think is fascinating is uh, I, I'm in agreement, and I think the most of our audience, I don't think they need to be convinced. I think most of our audience is, I'm going to make a guess, but I think I'm right. They're kind of over social media. Like, I think there's some maybe some power in LinkedIn, but I just think the idea that we're going to throw money into Facebook ads, I, I, I'm sure it works for some people. But if I'm, if, if you said, Andy, you could only put your money on one thing, I put it on email marketing. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I think you're, I think the numbers back up what you say too, because it's like, I mean, you can look at any study you want. I, I forget what the numbers are, but it's whenever you see the the studies on on email and the ROI, it's pretty insane. I mean, it's like I think I think one of the stats that that we commonly talk about is like I think it's forty two dollars to every one dollar spent on email. And I would just say from personal experience, that's probably true. I don't know what the exact number is, but I do know that email works and email still works. Mm-hmm. And the reason, Andy, if I kind of had to put my my thought on it is email still a very your inbox is still a very intimate place in terms of communication. Like I would agree. And you know why I agree with that? Because people can email me and piss me off. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like if it's on my Facebook wall, I'm like, eh, whatever. It's again. It's not, if it's a YouTube recommendation, no, 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 no. But if somebody this is weird. I don't know. People listen, tell me if you if you jive with this. But like someone will send me an email, like we'll get pitched for this show. Mike Johnson would be a great to be on your show, da 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 da, da. and I'll just respond no, because <laughs> I'm so like offended that they didn't take the time to like. So when you sent me a pitch for this show, uh, like you were you were thorough. You said, "Hey, I listen to the show. Here's what I like about it." I was like, "Oh, this is a real person, uh, and he really listens to the show, and he really has an expertise to add." Like that's all I need for people to be on the show. By the way, if you're listening, you want to be on our show. Like you need to be a real person. You need to have an expertise. You need to listen to the show before and know how you can actually help. But but people get in there or it's like I get I got added to some marketing thing. It was spam. And I'm like mad. I'm like how do they get my email address? You know <laughs> what I mean? So yeah, right, it is very intimate. And and for that same reason, it can also be really positive. I got an email response from someone the other day that said, "I really really liked this email." And it was a marketing email. You know what I mean? Um so 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 tell me if it's an intimate place, if it can be effective, Let's talk about your expertise in helping advisors. How exactly do you help advisors, Scott? Yeah, so we need to rethink the way that we send an email. We need to rethink because here's what I'll say. The problem that I see in our industry, like you said, a lot of people believe in email, but I see all of these pre-canned emails that maybe your broker dealer, your FMO, your IMO, somebody gave you, and they're always the same thing, right? It's like, Happy Thanksgiving from Richardson yeah, yeah, Wealth yeah, Management. Yeah, yeah. And it's like So let me let me actually interrupt real quick if I would. Because I'm I'm my job is to think like the person listening right now, and they just came up with an objection. And I want to figure out if it's a real problem or if it's a created objection. Okay. So because you're the expert on this and you deal with hundreds and hundreds of advisors every month who are taking your stuff and, and implementing. And one of them is that um I can only send those emails. That's why I send I hate those emails too, but that's all I can send. So how do you get around and send effective emails if you put in a, a, a reason in place? Hey, I can't get around that. How do you get around that? 
I mean, the the short of it without without this being the entire episode of talking about compliance and, and marketing. We will is... never have another episode where we talk about compliance because that would be the worst. <laughs> that'll be the least listened to it's... episode ever. No, like I should test nobody that wants... compliance, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not the way to uh to get people to listen. But I mean, the short of it is compliance really and it, it differs, okay? Every sure compliance department. Yeah. But yeah. compliance does not want to be your enemy. You have to think Absolutely. like compliance. What is compliance trying to do? Compliance is trying to protect their brand. Absolutely. And they're trying to save they're trying to save their brand. What I have found because I've had this objection a ton, people are like I could never send this email. Find out what you're allowed to say and work yep. with them and be in communication and view them on your team. Yeah. And you will be amazed at how much more leeway they allow you to have um, when you come at it from that perspective. So Absolutely. that's the short answer, Andy. Yep. And Sten talks about this. He says, when you come to your compliance department, don't say, I'm going to do this. Say, how can we do this? And that's a we, how, which is an assumption of it will be done, right? Not can, right? Can I do this? Uh, or I'm going to do this, which is too forceful, but how can we, we as we're on the same team, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I do think there are literally compliance people that wake up every day and they want to ruin people's lives, but I think a vast majority of them, I'm joking a little, but I think a vast majority of them really are just like, hey, I'm just here, like the, per the I saw a guy get pulled over on the way to work today. That police officer maybe has some joy in that, but more like they're just there to do their job. They're there to protect people, right? Uh, and sometimes they're to protect uh, uh, advisors from themselves, right? So first is go to them and say, how can we do this? Um, on a really practical level, um, I mean, there's so many things I want to talk about, but on a practical level, can I ask you to, to just maybe talk about what kind of emails people can send and then maybe give them a quick framework for how, how they could actually do that? Because it, it's, it's really powerful because it taps into things that are true of people in the 1800s and it'll be true of people in the 2200s. You know, it's this idea of story, right? So, so yeah. what emails are effective? Yeah. So the, I'll set it up like this is we've been taught over and over as advisors, always be closing, always be closing, always be selling. Like that's the big over the decades we've been told the way to win with email is to always be engaging, like always, mm -hmm. always be engaging. And it's not, that doesn't mean you can't sell, but you have to build up this. I kind of picture it like this ATM of you've got to put deposits in, in order to be able mm -hmm. to take withdrawals out. And the way you, the way, one way, I'm not going to tell you it's the only way. There's dozens of ways to be effective with email. One of the most powerful ways I've found for advisors to be engaging with email is to tell stories. And stories resonate on a, I mean, I think everyone here knows knows that stories are are part of our DNA way back, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you, I know you and I have talked about um you know, folk, folk, folks like uh, Donald Miller do a really good job of talking about stories and marketing and all of that. The, the challenge is how do you tell very short and engaging stories in yeah. an email format? Because we don't have an out. We're not Hollywood directors with 90 minutes to kill <laughs> to tell a story. Right, 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 right. And so that's where I help advisors a lot is if we can create a format, a formula. I, yeah. I love formulas. I, I love especially yeah. in email. If we can create formulas that are make it easier for us to communicate effectively in an engaging way. That's how we can approach this topic of email where we're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And yeah. we can show up, we can write effective and engaging emails. So, so I, had, um, I, mean, I had jury, I had jury duty. Um, um, I'm in this jury duty. I don't know if, I don't know how they do it and where you live. You're South Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had jury duty in South Carolina? 
I have evaded it so far. Oh, no, no, it's great. It's a a civic duty. I'm happy to do it. I really am. But the way they do it in Tennessee is you're on for six months. You don't go every day, but like for six months, you could be called. Okay. Uh, And they call and you go and whatever. But the last time I was at jury duty, I didn't get picked. I like they, they, they call like 60 people and they only need 12 or 13. But I'm there and I'm doing this like fill in the blank color thing where it's like, you know, the number four and you fill all the four with this color and then all the threes in this color. And when I was done, I was like, this is beautiful. It's like art. But it tricked me because it was literally just like paint by number. And I think like that's what I thought of when you said you just need formulas. You know, like it works. It can be art. It works. It can be effective storytelling if you follow the formula. Right. And so I want to take away that fear. So tell people the framework that you teach. I, I, I love it. Yeah, it's super simple. And this is something that I actually I, I learned from a successful uh, entrepreneur. Perry Belcher taught me this framework and I love it. I've used it a lot since I've taught a lot of advisors how to use it and it's very adaptable. And so mm-hmm. all it is, is how do we create a simple story framework? And I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the framework and then I'll kind of give you an example here. Yeah. And the framework, all it is, is you start, you say, I was here. Number one, I was doing this. Number two. This is the second part. Yeah. Um, when this happened, so something yeah. happens and suddenly I realize there's a realization so I did this. So I was here doing this. You're setting a scene. I was doing right. something. You're giving you're giving uh, an action when something happened and it made me realize, so mm-hmm. I did this. And right. you'll see right, this. I have, admit, I, mean, I have to admit something, Sky. I kind of tried to trick the audience because I just did that. So I was here. I was at jury duty. I was doing yep. this. I was doing paint by number. This happened. I had this realization that if you follow formula, right? And then I realized, right, it's... It's that framework. And what's so cool about storytelling, and I want people to, to, to really hone in on this, and this is why what Sky's talking about is so effective. And it's a it's a weird connection, but follow me. So how many times how many times are you somewhere and you hear someone talking, they got their earbuds in, just like I do with the earbuds, um, and you only hear half the conversation. And it like there's it's fine, it's not rude. Now the FaceTime in public, that's rude. That needs to end, right? But the whole half the conversation, our brains hate that. Our brains, like you have a really hard time concentrating when you only hear half the conversation because your brain wants to hear the whole story. It wants to know what's going on. And what Sky's going to teach you today about this is that you can do this in a very concise way, but our brains, our hearts, our minds are compelled. They're wired. They're designed to hear the whole story. So once you get the start of the story, you got them. Right. And same way we want to hear the whole conversation. Otherwise, our brain is sort of tripped up. People want to hear the whole story. That's, you know, it's a classic when a little kid is like, oh, I want to hear the rest of the story. I'll tell you tomorrow. Oh, no, no. Tell me the whole thing now. Adults are the same way. We want to hear the whole story. So give me some examples of this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, and kind of along the lines of that, Andy, I think about, I mean, you're, you're in the heart of, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of music you listen to. You're at least close to the heart of country music and in terms of geographically. Got a lot of country around here. Yeah. Yeah. I think about um, country artists, whether whether you're listening to this and you're like, I, I hate country or you're like, eh, kind of get down with it. Country artists are the best at doing this like, in their intro That's of their song. Amazing. You think about so good. like I, th- I think about Garth Brooks, like uh-huh. friends in low places, like just listen to listen to the, the no, opening Thunder stanza. Rolls, man. Thunder Rolls. That's, <laughs> the, that's the best story. You're like, that is Whoa. a that's a that'll give you chills. Uh, uh, that story. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah. I think about like the opening to friends in low places where it's like, blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your yeah. black tie affair. Yeah. The last one to know, last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. Like, Boom. Talk We're, about we like set the scene, my friends. Like, we got talk about like boots, something's right? about to happen. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that so I think I think that's kind of an aside, but I think about like if you want to if you want to learn good stories, just listen to like opening stanzas of country <laughs> music. Right. Um, yeah, just find Spotify, type in country and go, okay, I get it. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, but um but yeah, the power kind of, also the power is they do that in three minutes. They do that in four minutes. Yes. And so that's that's what we're going to talk about people being able to do today. And, and we'll talk at the end about other ways you can connect with Sky in, in, in his his newsletter. But um, keep, keep going here. Yeah. So, I mean, like kind of building off the framework that, that I'm giving you, like I'll just give you I'll give you an example of, of an email that um, or, that an advisor and I wrote together recently that followed this exact framework here. Okay. And it's I, I want you to as you're listening to this, everyone, I want you to think about. Don't get so caught up in, in in listening to the actual details of this story and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. think about the framework that I'm telling you. Think yeah, about the yeah. framework and think about how you can adapt this year. So here it is. It, it was um, this is the actual email that was sent. It says, you know, I was in line at my local coffee shop last month, getting ready to order a fresh cup of coffee. Uh, I was thinking about ordering one of the blueberry scones too that they were advertising on the chalkboard. Something I only do on rare occasions because it was still early in the morning. There really weren't a whole lot of people inside. But suddenly, out of nowhere, um, this eager elderly man popped up behind me and said, good morning, how are you doing? We chatted for several minutes about what we do and quickly struck up an unlikely and impromptu conversation. And before parting ways, we swapped business cards and told each other to keep in touch. And as I was walking away, I heard the man call my name. He said, thanks. I really enjoyed sharing a cup of coffee with you. And it was at that moment that I realized we we hadn't just shared a conversation, we shared a meal together. I could see how much it meant to that man. And all of a sudden I felt it too. It was nice to share conversation with someone with no agenda. And we chatted and got to know one another for a few brief moments. And ever since then, I've made it a point to strike up a conversation with strangers. Sometimes the conversations are super enjoyable. Other times they just brush me off, but either way, I find it refreshing. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to ever yeah. chat about life, money, retirement, even just, you know, what's going on in life. I'm always here. Right. It's the, it's the so end of here, the year. Here. Let me do that real quick. Here, coffee shop in line. Yep. Doing the, I'm sorry, doing this, standing in line. This happened. Older gentleman strikes up a conversation. Uh, conversation continues. And then suddenly, uh, oh, he thanks him for the conversation, for sharing a meal. Suddenly he realizes, hey, I should engage with more people like that more often. So I do this, which is number five. And you do engage in more conversations. Sometimes they go well, sometimes they don't. But that's the story. Let me ask a, a, a practical question about the use of email, uh, I think that a lot of advisors feel a pressure to be professional. And by that, I mean not go personal, not tell a whole lot of stories. They're afraid of any sort of story because they feel like it's got to be about market performance or, you know, you can't send out emails that say, I help Bob, you know, with this great annuity and you should get one too. Like that's just not going to work. Right. So, in, in what context? Uh, and maybe it's building trust over time, or I'm trying to remember the word you used um, uh, about 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 having an impact with someone over time. Um, but but what, what? How do you effectively use these stories in order to take someone who maybe got on your list through an ad, or th- maybe they came in to visit once, or, or or they came to a client event six years ago? How are these stories leading you to being able to have an opportunity to work, work, to work with someone? 
Yeah. So I actually like, if, if you're someone who has an email list and you're like, haven't used my, I don't ever touch it. Or if I do, it's only when it's salesy or I'm only using like the pre-canned happy yep. Thanksgiving things. What I would recommend doing is kind of starting it off and teeing it up and letting people know, like I, I would call, I call this a re-engagement email. If you haven't mm, touched your email list that. in a while, love send that. out a re-engagement email and be honest about what you're doing. Like be honest, like, Hey, I haven't done a very good job of, of keeping in touch with you. Um, you know, I've, we, you know, we, we met, back whenever, you know, and I haven't done a great job, but over the next month, I'm actually going to be, you know, I want to start telling a little bit more of my story. And so just kind of keep an eye on your inbox and uh, you can kind of set it up like that very casually, like let them know, let them know exactly what you're doing. You'll be surprised how receptive people are when you let them know, Hey, I'm about to peel back the curtain a little bit. And I'm Mm -hmm. about to show you a little bit more of of who I am. Um, And so I would start by doing that, Andy. And then what I would do is maybe tee it up every three or four days at first. I would just start sharing a story, like start sharing a story of what happened. You don't have to put a ton of pressure on yourself. Like great story ideas, Andy, like are super simple. Like what was your, what was one of your first experiences with money? What's the funniest mm-hmm. thing that happened to you this week? I mean, you've told, you told multiple stories on this podcast already of the cop, you know, you, you, you were going to right. work this morning, you saw the cop right. pull over you right. jury duty, like talk about the, the little things that happen. I always tell people if, if you're married or you have a spouse or a partner or something, you know how, when you, when you, you're hard all day and you've been doing your own things, you always kind of have those stories where like, Oh, I need to tell, I need to tell my wife that or I need right. to tell. Yeah. Cause someone, they say, how was your day? Yeah. You've got a story queued up. If yeah. nothing happened, you're like, man, nothing happened today. Or you could yeah. go, Hey, it, recorded a podcast with this guy today, whatever it might be, but you're going to go to a story because stories are what, you know, you're not going to go, well, at six o'clock I arrived at six 30, I parked my car. You know what I mean? Like that, we tell a story, we find a story and we, and we connect with it. So let me ask this question as it relates to advisors saying, I want to use email more effectively uh, I, I'm, I'm comfortable re-engaging. Um, are there different tracks or what are the different tracks for, let's say you've got people, you know, our clients, how can you effectively use email to keep them engaged and connected with you? So you're top of mind for referrals or just, Hey, I care about you and I want to continue to serve you. Uh, and I want to just talk about the market with you because you're probably bored by that. And then ref- the, the potential prospects that, Maybe they met with you once and they didn't do anything, or maybe they sent it for a, a lead magnet on your website or something like that. So take me for those two tracks and then we'll kind of wrap it up. What 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 do you, how do you treat those two different people? Yeah, I mean that that goes to the whole topic of like be really good at when you're collecting email addresses of not just collecting them all in one bucket. We call it mm-hmm. we call it segmenting. We call it segmenting yep. prospects, you know. Yep. Be intentional about where you collect, and this is where it, it's helpful to have a really good email platform. They're inexpensive, you know, or if you have a CRM, be really good at tagging your prospects yeah. so that to your point, you can communicate differently because someone who has been on, you know, someone that you picked up through a lead magnet that you never had a conversation with, those are the kind of people that I like to drip these stories on particularly yeah. because you're starting, we're in a virtual world. You know, we want to be able, people want to know who you are. They want it like as, as much as, you know, you have to decide how much you're going to be willing to let people in. But these stories, these little bite-sized stories every three, every few days, build that relationship where it's now, it's not just, hey, I downloaded, a, you know, seven reasons I need an annuity PDF. Now right. it's, 
oh, I also understand that you've got kids and they play baseball, or I also understand that you love country music or you like whatever it is. And then when you go for the ask, because I always tell people eight out of 10 emails should be non-promotional, should not have a call to action, a major call to action. Then every maybe 10th email, every ninth or 10th email, that's when you come in with a call to action and with a, you know, Hey, I've got a, I've got a webinar coming up or, Hey, I've got a couple openings on my calendar. Let's chat. And by that point, you've built up enough of that deposits in the ATM that you can make that withdrawal that we we talked about. Let me give folks just an idea of the effectiveness of this. Uh, And I'll just share some examples from our company, the elite advisor network. These, the, these I think would translate to other people's situations. Let's just say you want to, have a client event, or you want to have a webinar where you're going to teach people, um, you know, virtually. As an example, and I'll just give you, I won't give you the numbers for our list, but I'll give you the percentages. When we send an email out, we get a 40 to 50% open rate, which is phenomenal. Phenomenal for open rates. But we're mostly just sending out our podcast, right? This to our email list. So I think that is non-promotional. I think that's value, 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 value. Okay. So when we did have a webinar recently, uh, and we sent that out, we still got the same open rates. And then what, what happened is on the click-throughs, I think we ended up with about a 20% click-through. So those are people that registered for the webinar. For those who registered for the webinar, uh, so this is yesterday, it's probably higher now. As of this morning, 75% of the people that I sent this email to had opened it up. And I think 25% had clicked on it. So the idea of a 75% open rate, it's like, how do you do that? And it's because it was a targeted list of a targeted list, right? That's why it was segmented twice, right? Uh, So it's our whole list. And then it's, are you interested in the webinar? And it's, oh, yes, you registered. And then immediately after the webinar, we sent out the replay. Um, And so these are all trackable things, right? Now, wouldn't it be great to know if it's working or not? Wouldn't it be great to know? Like I know, and this is this full, at EAN, we love to be transparent like this. I know that. Ten percent of the people that clicked on my scheduling link to book a call with me booked a call. So I know that I can go to the other ninety percent and send them a direct email from my inbox, not through email service, and say, "Hey, I know that you were interested in meeting with me. You know, I'm still open to meeting with you if you if you have time." And I can do that, and they're not they're not going to be like, "I never wanted to meet with you." I know they wanted to meet with me because they clicked on the link that said "Schedule a time to meet with me." Right? And listen, advisors, you could do the same thing. You could know who clicked on a link to meet with you because you've got a scheduling link and then they didn't follow through, right? You could do that level of specificity, right? Uh, if if you're in, if you're intentional about it. So there's a thousand different directions we sh- we could go with email marketing. Sky, I, I want to tell people how you can help them, how you actually work with people. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, I'm showing right now, this is the product that Sky and his company produce. Uh, it is, um, I did not, I did not print it off. It is, um, it is a, uh, an eight, you know, eight and a half by 11. It is a printed document book. Uh, this one is, uh, 20 pages long. Uh, so tell me, uh, Sky, uh, what do you create and then how can people check it out? Yeah. So what you've got there. And, and then again, if you're, if you're watching what I've got here is, is it's called the virtual advisor and it is a, um, Ironically enough, like you mentioned, it's a print newsletter. And yeah, it's one a deep, of the, deep irony in working with Sky. The virtual advisor sends you a printed off book, which is, <laughs> you know, 
it's like it's like uh did it so anyway keep going yeah and so the way i like to think about it is it's a monthly marketing blueprint essentially and what we do is each month we send out a 20 to 24 page guide that takes a deep dive into a marketing or lead generation topic. We talk a lot about email, by the way, as well. Um, one of our issues actually touches a lot on that we did recently touched a lot on storytelling, what we were talking about today. And we send it out. And the idea is rather than touching on 10, 15 different tips you need to do every month, we take a deep dive on one topic, storytelling, uh, developing a lead magnet, winning with zoom and, and, and zoom settings and all that kind of stuff. And, hmm. uh, basically the premise is we show you how to build sustainable legion systems into your business, uh, whatever kind of business you're running as an advisor, whatever model you're using without having to depend on buying for lead, buying leads or without having to depend on referrals. And I mean, we all love referrals. I'm, it just is helpful. Sometimes you've got referrals, but you've also got, how can I organically develop leads month to month? And we kind of give mm -hmm. you the blueprint each month in this, uh, in this newsletter. And so the newsletter is a, uh, it's a subscription newsletter that we send out and it comes with, you get the book every month, the, the marketing blueprint. You also get some video coaching that comes with it, uh, with a little QR code in there. And there's a, uh, online community kind of thing, message board, where you can share ideas with other subscribers based on, you know, how do you implement this? What does it look like in your practice? What oh, are the awesome. results I didn't know getting? about the, I didn't know about the online um, yeah. thing. So uh, what URL should people go to? Uh, I'll make sure that it's in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, uh, you know, don't be tappy tappy on your phone in the car, but uh, I'll put this in the show notes as well uh, of where people can find you. And then also, um, you know, you can tell people right now if they're at a place where they can type it in. Yeah. And so I'd actually, Andy, I'll go ahead and offer, you know, anyone who's listening to this, uh, we'll go ahead and give you your first issue for free. Uh, anyone who's who's listening to this, you can just, if you uh, visit this link here, you'll just cover the shipping costs just to kind of help me out there. But other than that, I'll give you your first issue for free. Um, if you go to joinadv.com forward slash elite FA. So that's J-O-I-N-A-D-V.com forward slash elite FA. And um, we'll put that in the show notes as well. I think Andy will, Andy will slide that in there. Um, and if you head to that link there, it'll just take you there. And what you'll do is you'll just kind of put in put in your info there. Like I said, the first month will be free. You'll, you'll pay the few bucks there for the, for the shipping and handling. And um, we'll be happy to do that if you like it. Um, we'd, you know, we'd love to see you stick around and subscribe. We think it's, we've seen some really powerful results for advisors. Um, if for some reason it's not your cup of tea, go ahead and cancel it. No, no hard feelings, keep the issue. And, uh, I think we send over several kind of bonuses, digital bonuses as well. And you can, you know, feel free to keep those, uh, as well. But I think, uh, uh, we've, we've heard some good things before it, and it's, it's really just kind of some of the best, best marketing tactics that we are using and seeing the results. And we share those with, uh, insurance and financial advisors. And, uh, yeah, so appreciate you letting me uh, mention that Andy. Yeah, our pleasure. Uh, I, I would remind folks that, you know, Sten and I, you know, we really believe in the who, not how. And who means like, don't go try to, you know, try to learn all these things over a five-year period. You know, I, I've been in the online space, online marketing for 15 years. Um, and so, you know, I was on Zoom before everybody was on Zoom. You know, I mean, there's just certain things of, you know, whether it's tagging or copy and all those things. Uh, and so one of the most generous things you, you can ever offer someone is all of your expertise boiled down to a smaller package. 
And I think that's what they're offering sort of month to month. So yeah, I would encourage you to go take them up on the offer, at least get the first month. Again, uh, if if you're digging it and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm channeling my inner Sten here. Uh, an elite advisor would take that, schedule time on their calendar to go through it and implement it. And they would also include their administrator, whoever else would handle that, in on that discussion. Another way to do this and to implement, to make sure you implement, if you don't implement, you're not going to stick with it and you're going to be mad like it's Sky's fault. It's not his fault. He's <laughs> the one who gave you the resource. Okay. So another way you can implement is when you get it, give it to your admin and say, I want you to look through this and give me five recommendations on something we could do. And then schedule a meeting with me and we'll go over this. And then when they say, hey, here's five things, you say, great, let's do number two and four. And let's do them by the end of next week. There you go. Right. And it's implemented. And then you can say, hey, do you like this thing? And they're like, yeah, I dig it. Great. Let's keep it. And then they're going to be the ones to go through it for you. Um, if you don't have an admin, then, you know, you can do it yourself. But uh, I think it's a who, not how, whether it's sky's your who. And then your admin can be the who on how to uh, implement this uh, and really empower your administrator. Uh, or junior advisor to write some of these if you need help. Uh, but I hope that this episode has been helpful to get you going. Uh, and then also Sky's resource, Sky, thanks for offering that, um, will be a help to you all as well. Um, and I, I want to wrap with this. Um, if you are considering coming to our May event, uh, we have started selling seats for that. You go to stenmorgan.com slash how to live at stenmorgan.com slash how to live. Uh, and we have added a guarantee to that event, uh, which is that you will pay for the event within one of your first four proposals. And so if you go over two, we just ask that you would call us and we'll help you fix whatever you need to fix for so you don't go over four. Uh, but if it does not pay for itself in your next four proposals, um, then we'll give you your money back. It's just that simple. So join us May 8th and 9th here at our offices outside of Nashville, Tennessee. It will be beautiful. It's already beautiful, but even more beautiful in May. Uh, lots of hotels and entertainment nearby. Uh, maybe you can go listen to some country music, right? So, Sky, uh, thank you again for being here today. Folks, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions for us, you can always reach out to us at stenmorgan.com slash podcast. Uh, Sky, I appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. <laughs>